Hi, this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show with various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guests. So I'd like to welcome bite prevention expert and founder and CEO of Incognito, which is an insect repellent, Howard Carter. So welcome, Howard. Uh, hello, Karen. Yeah, nice of you to have me. You're a very busy guy to track down. You're clearly in demand this summer, aren't you? Well, every summer, but particularly this summer because of the pandemic. That's correct. Oh, it's terrible, isn't it? So, well, summer is here, as well as a pandemic, so summer is here. And as usual, it's accompanied by the usual herd of bugs and spiders. I can feel them crawling over my skin as we speak. So what can we expect to see in our garden this year? And which one should we be looking out for? Which the nasty pasties, as I would call them? Well, there's all the usual suspects. uh, Mosquitoes, midges, uh, wasps, fleas, gnats, and, and so on and including the, the nasty, really nasty Blandford fly. Uh, but uh, there's also a preponderance of ticks. There's already tick outbreaks in certain parts of the UK, like the Southwest, uh, Devon, uh, Springs to mind. And they are, they're not, although strictly speaking, not an insect, of course, and they're an arachnid. They are the, uh, the main, uh, well, the only uh, organism in the UK that can uh, potentially kill us. They carry, uh, they can transmit um, three uh, life-threatening diseases. So where, where have they come from though, Howard? Where, where have they come from? Well, they've been around for a, a very long time. Um, the, the, do you mean that you're talking about the ticks or the diseases? Yeah, well, suddenly you're saying there's a new tick, isn't there, that's quite deadly to humans. Suddenly, where's it come from and how have we discovered it's it's deadly this summer, or has it been around for years and years, and we just haven't been aware of it? Well, it's uh, there's there is a, a reported uh, new invasive species that's come from abroad. Like many of these uh, foreign creatures, they can come on from air travel. They can come in people's suitcases. Uh, they can even, in the case of a, a tick, they could travel on on a on a human or another animal that's come into this country another that's one of the reasons why we quarantine they're incredibly small I'm talking about a hundredth of a the size of a um a hundredth of a, of a penny and they're, wow. you know, they're tiny that's but would name. you feel it would you feel it on your skin or would you be totally unaware no, um, no highly unlikely you would feel it um it's recommended to you know if you if you've got well, if you think you've gone, if you haven't been using insect repellent, then definitely you need to do a definitely tick check. Definitely do. <laughs> oh, God. But even with a tick check, you know, you're not going to, uh, you're only going to find it if you're lucky. I did the radio interview in Radio Sunset uh, BBC last month and a caller um, called in with this. She found, a, luckily she did a, a, a tick check and she found this tick in her daughter's ear, in the, the lobe. And, I mean, she wow. managed to get it out with a, a tick remover. Um, but yeah, it, that's, that's something that is happening all the time. And it, uh, the unfortunate thing is, unless, you know, that they are picked up, you know, within or removed within 24 hours, then, you know, they can transmit Lyme's or any of the, the other diseases. And according to London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine study a couple of years back, um, 
which in Richmond and other royal parks in London, they discovered that five out of six ticks uh, were carrying Lyme and uh, Lyme disease. So and that's it's, really nasty, isn't it? I know a few people really with Lyme is. disease, yeah. And hard it's to not detect, easy isn't it? To, to check. How do you get rid of it? No, I'm saying it's hard to, hard to detect, but can you oh, get rid yes. of it? Is, it? is it not something you have to live with? No, you can't get rid of it. Um, once you've uh, got it, it's, it's there for life. So prevention is, is so much okay. better than cure. Unfortunately, as Brits, as general, we don't sort of protect ourselves. We're quite blasé about insects because up until recently, with, uh, with, with ticks, you know, there hasn't been anything that can kill us directly well the diseases that they carry but now with climate change and other uh, factors increasing uh, insect and tick populations it's it's more of a danger for us uh, yeah. and putting additional strain on the nhs definitely so there's lots to talk about because i know we're this, you're really in demand aren't you so i'm trying to get through quite a lot of uh, different insects that we can talk about I want to ask you about horseflies. So, because for some people, I'm not one of those people, but especially my husband who has to wear PPE equipment, the full PPE equipment just to cut the grass because he's always getting bitten by these things and has terrible reactions, as does my daughter. So why do some people have these really bad reactions, swollen ankles, it looks like a broken limb, and others don't? Is it the blood? Is it just their odour? Why do they choose certain people and not others? Are you saying that, that both of you have been bitten or one you're asking why some people get bitten and some people don't? Well, for example, I've been bitten by a horsefly and I don't have the same reaction, say, as my husband does. Yes, in a, uh, in a, in a word, it's, well, in, in a couple, few words, it's because you've got different body chemistry. Uh, yeah. Everybody has a different body chemistry and everybody has different uh, uh, levels of... Um, uh, immunity to uh, an immune systems we've all got different ones so obviously uh, yours uh, is 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 more uh, active more healthy than than his oh uh, that's good to that's, know <laughs> yes so he might want to up his uh, some, take some propolis um some of the echinacea stuff like that because that'll also protect him of course against um the uh contracting um covid 19 yeah and also uh, mosquitoes. I know you're probably more of an expert because of the incognito is, is designed to, to, to help uh, prevent, you know, it's a, it's a repellent against mosquitoes, isn't it? What's the season from, uh, not the season as such, but what's the worst month, if you like, for mosquitoes? It's more in the evening they come out, isn't it? When it starts to go a bit dusky. But, but, uh, but uh, there's, the, worst, the worst month is a month that you've been bitten in or attacked in. And, <laughs> and that can be any time from like March now to October. It used to be um, just like, you know, a few months, like five months. But now it's, it's, it's all of that time you need yeah. to be prepared, especially if you're somebody that is, is attracted. But like you say, if you're using... Uh, incognito properly you're just not going to get bitten and not just by mosquitoes by insects or or ticks as well it's not just a mosquito although we are known for that that's correct 
Yeah, so we will talk more in depth about incognito at the end because it sounds brilliant. I've watched some of your uh, videos. It's really interesting. Back to mosquitoes. I'm just picturing that awful buzzing sound they make. You're just lying in bed and you're just getting cozy and you can hear that <laughs> awful sound and all you want to do is kill the damn thing, don't you? Yes, it's a high-pitched sound that's uh, made by the, the female's wing. Well, the female and the, the male, but only the female, of course, bite. Only the female mosquito. So it's her that's singing that, you hear that's that making that piercing sound, is it? Yeah, your yeah it's, oh, it's very good. It's always the females that cause the trouble, isn't it? Always the females. What I do want to ask you about is blue bottles. Now, go back a few weeks, I spoke to quite a few friends as well, me included, obviously, in this. We had, for about three or four days, we had about 20 or 30 blue bottles that just appeared. We couldn't find anything dead, any leftover food anywhere. They were in the front room. We obviously did all the spray, and you could hear them dying off, and then they disappeared. And then my friend was telling me she had the same in her kitchen, somebody else in the bedroom, couldn't find where they came from. Why suddenly are these blue bottles just saying, right, okay, we're going to go there for a few days and, and swarm in? What's attracted them? Why, why are they suddenly appearing out of nowhere? Well, there's obviously caramones in your household or these households that are, that are attracting. Uh, that are attracting. And plus, there's, like I said earlier, you know, there's more insects around. Also, they can, the, the warmer it is, the faster they can fly, especially uh, with flip flies. Uh, uh, especially flies and mosquitoes so what you i mean what you really need to do is to is to neutralize or get rid of the chiromones uh the best way would be would be like burning uh an in the incense stick we do citronella incense yes, stick. yeah yeah we have those indoors uh, sometimes what are chiromones is that what we're giving uh, off chiromones exactly chiromones are what attracts um it's more that uh, what attracts a, a a host to the to the prey but i'm using it in the with the blue bottle uh, scenario because that's what's bringing them into the dwellings that you talk, spoke about so talk, just going back to what we spoke about a few minutes ago when you said maybe i've got a better immune system say than my husband because he's the one who has worse reactions than i do does that mean he's giving off giving off more caramones than i am does that make sense or no or no no, no. no you're, because you're getting both getting bitten um, then you're both emitting caramones. Nearly everybody emits um, caramones, uh, certainly to mosquitoes, um, because you know one of them we, we is one of the main ones is carbon dioxide. So we're all breathing, uh, hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully. So that, so that means that you know that, that you know we all bring them to us. But some of us, one in twenty to one in twenty-five people, have this natural camouflage camouflage or repellent in their blood that that actually stops the the mosquito um biting in the first place so you know that again it comes down to body chemistry and you know some people people often come up to me and you know when i'm speaking afterwards and say you know well i used to get bitten a lot but now i i don't get bitten anymore why is that and it's because their body chemistry changes women are can particularly uh, change seem to change more hormones, than men yeah definitely because of the hormones menopause uh, monthly cycle and so on but men can equally they have say they even though like a traumatic incident say they were in a, a war a war zone that could that could be enough to change somebody's uh, body chemistry as well to make them either attractive if they um, weren't or, or vice versa 
Yeah. Um, I just want to touch on mosquitoes again, because I know that you concentrate probably mainly on mosquitoes. It might be a daft question, but can people catch malaria in this country from a mosquito? Good question. Uh, very good, good question. question then. <laughs> because um, malaria was present in the, in the UK until the uh, 30s. It was quite, quite around about from the 30s to just after the war. It, it, it disappeared. Uh, and, but the species that, um, have, that cat can carry it, Culex species, are still here. And according to, again, to, to somebody, a professor at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, uh, Professor Steve Lindsay, he's forecast that right now there is a 50% chance that malaria will come back into the UK. Uh, as we go on, every year, the, 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 the odds increase until you get to about, I think it's in 2050, there's like an 88 a percent chance of malaria returning so it's it's really important that you know as uh, anybody living in the uk does um start to take um being if you're not already taking uh precautions to to, to stop getting bitten because uh, for every person that does get bitten by a mosquito that means that there's another 200 eggs so you can understand that they breed like wildfire especially in this pandemic because of the unattended uh, swimming pools, unattended properties yeah. with backyards. There's all sorts of containers that can carry uh, water. It could be a bottle cap. Uh, and that's all that this is all that's needed is one bottle cap. And that's it. That's 200 new uh, potential uh, mosquito nymphs coming out to, to bite. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an ongoing problem, which is why Public Health England are taking uh, such necessary action uh, as to set insect mosquito traps for they're specifically looking for the Asian tiger mosquito which comes over because that carries quite lots of diseases Zika, uh, chikungunya, dengue and in France it's in half of it's in half of France this um, species every all year round they look for it but particularly in the summer they find a lot of these uh, specimens, they test for them off uh, at motorway stations uh, on the M20 and, and around of that area, which is where malaria was also last. Um, it's, it's, it's really nasty as well. I had um, a colleague, I was cabin crew for many years, so I spent quite a lot of time in India and we had to take anti-malaria tablets. But those themselves carried horrific side effects. And sometimes, I know you, you're trying to prevent malaria, but to get bitten was, was probably quite mild compared to the mouthful of ulcers that you would receive from these anti-malaria tablets. And uh, yeah, we had a colleague that unfortunately caught malaria and died because obviously he spent a lot of time in India, stopped taking the tablets because of the side effects and he caught it and unfortunately he passed away. You know I got malaria in India. No, I didn't know you got oh, malaria. Well, no, well, that's how I got well. into this. I was taking the malaria tablets as well, religiously, and, uh, they, were, and they definitely were very unpleasant. Uh, and I was using um, uh, a DEET, uh, insect repellent. So obviously, incognito hadn't been invented then. And the DEET did not protect me. I now know it doesn't work on all mosquito species, even though it's, it's considered still, it's a bit of an anachronism. It's considered the gold standard. It isn't, I can tell you. Yeah. I, got a, a, I slathered it on and I got a number of bites on New Year's Eve in 
in uh, Cochin in um, Kerala, in India, on on uh, New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety-eight, and then I went to Peria uh, Wildlife National Park, and I came down with all of these <gasps> sweats and like fever and all these things, and uh, it was malaria, and wow. it was uh, yeah, it was really it was really bad, um, and I had to go a thousand miles for treatment. Um, you know, it was a bank holiday, and no doctor would would come out. Doesn't matter if I was going to die or not. No, bank holiday. Um, That's more important, clearly. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, and then six months later, I contracted dengue fever. <laughs> So what does Which, that do? Is that again from mosquitoes or is that a different insect? Yes, that, that's from the, that's from the, the Asian tiger uh, mosquito, Aedes albopictus, um, which, is, uh, which is prevalent in half the world. And it's what carries uh, Zika. Again, I took all the precautions. This time I took a homeopathic remedy to uh, anti-malarial. Um, but I was still use. I just used a higher concentration of D. I used this. Probably shouldn't say the brand, but it had a hundred percent. It was, and it was horrible. It melted uh, my sunglasses, melted everything, and it just didn't protect me um, from getting bitten. And so I ended up in the hospital of tropical diseases again. Great. Uh, on, on so when you started studying it yourself. <laughs> well, that's what that's what gave me the motivation, yeah. you know, to. Uh, when I was in the bed and my daughters came to visit me and they, I was just so, you know, I suppose I was looking back close to, to death yeah. and they just looked at me in horror, you know, so they got really, you know, scared of, yeah, of mosquitoes. Course. So that, okay, that's when the seed was planted to, to invent something that worked a hundred percent, which was of course incognito. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then. So before we, like I say, go on to incognito, can we talk about wasps, bees and hornets? Which do you think give the worst sting? Which are the worst ones? Because I mean, I, you know, we all run away from that awful sound and because we've all been stung at some point in our lives and it's not very pleasant, is it? Especially if it's on the face, the nose. Um, I think it's a, recently an EastEnders actor's been stung twice on his mouth, hasn't he? And it's completely blown up, it's exploded. So they can be quite nasty. Well, it, 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 it boils down to, um, to what we were talking about earlier, everybody's body chemistry. I've only been, yeah. fortunately, I've only been bitten by a wasp. And uh, I mean, insects don't come near me, obviously, anymore, uh, because I'm using an insect repellent. But if you're not using an insect repellent and you get bitten by all three, I would hazard, a, I would put money on the hornet. Um, being the worst, followed by the bee, and then third is the wasp. So that's the ranking I would give in order of pain. And what would you, when you say order of pain then, gracious, so you think that the hornet, is it, is it a bigger sting? Yeah, and they're very big, they... these stings. I mean, you can see them. And you and can the pull them out though, always... can't you, with tweezers, I think the hornet one. Well, yeah, it's still going to, it's not going to take your pain away. No, um, It's, uh, and you can, I mean, you can give some idea of how, like when, when a bee stings you, of course, it, it then dies. Um, so it's just putting its last energy, everything it's got into repelling an invader into the hive to protect the queen. So that's um, where it's at. And it's, and it's similarly evolved with, um, with uh, hornets and wasps. So, you know, just avoid them. Use, you know, use a good PMD insect repellent. You'll be fine. Yeah. 
So as much as we hate and complain about all these bugs, they, they're all necessary, aren't they, to our environment and play a very important part. So for those listeners that don't quite know what their purpose is, can you please expand on that and tell us why all these insects are really important to us? I can, I can indeed. I mean, there's about 1.4 billion insects for each human. I can feel them all think... crawling all over me now you've just said that figure. <laughs> Well, you might think that's a lot okay oh. but there's uh and they are you know they're the, they're the largest amount of uh, terrestrial animals uh, on the planet in fact they equal all other they're greater their mass than all other animals combined uh, they're not the largest in in quantity the largest in uh, or, or individuals are of course um, viruses which are even five times more plentiful than bacteria. But there's, uh, with the actual, uh, the, the problem with um, these, with insects, uh, is that they're, they are dying out at a, at a ridiculously fast rate. In the last 40 years, 75% of species have become extinct. Half That's a lot, the, isn't it? That's it is. Way too it is. Much. And also, when you consider the things that we need most, like bees, uh, they are, they've died out. Um, 50% of bee species are, are now uh, are extinct. I said no more. You know, it's highly um, unlikely they will, will ever find a, another colony of those dead, dead species, just like the, the dodo. So on the one hand, you've got all of these, I suppose, blood-sucking um, uh, insects that, that need our blood to reproduce and they're on the increase yeah. uh, in, in actual numbers but then uh, e but then on the downside is you've got probably for every one of those increasing species you've probably got 100 decreasing uh, and so what that effectively uh, entails is less pollination for for plant species and it already in China, they are, they've gone into so much, uh, they've had so much insect loss by using uh, insecticides, pesticides, that in certain provinces, the, the government has paid um, uh, employing people to hand paint, to hand pollinate, you know, from plant wow. to plant. And if this carries on, then in, in, uh, in our children's lifetime, you'll see 90% um, of foods being unavailable that, that that we live with that we're luxury that we luckily have today yeah but also things like the flies and blue bottles and things we need those they're essential as well for waste aren't they and things like that for eating all the dead animals and all the waste that's left behind without them we'd be a world full of waste wouldn't we this is this is true they're part of the ecosystem and it sort of balances Everything's balanced, and if it's not balanced, then things turn can turn nasty quite quickly, as we see with all these invasive species, and not just in this country, but in Europe and also elsewhere in, in the world. Yeah. Uh, and of course, with insects, I mean, with insects, there's anything between six and ten million different species, um, but that still there's an insect apocalypse going on. Insects are are just sort of dying out at, at, at a rate that's never been experienced um, before since records began. So instead of us 
getting our zappers and killing that annoying mosquito or fly. We, might, we really need to try and, you know, coax it outside rather than kill it, really. That's right. That's, that's, and that's why, you know, um, and that's why I developed, um, you know, a range of uh, natural, it's more of a camouflage, incognito is more of a camouflage suite. It, it stops the insect detecting you, the mosquitoes, fleas, wasps, whatever it is, they can't see you, can't detect me when I'm, when you're wearing it it. and uh and that's what's needed we can't carry on you know fighting fire with fire you know like using insecticides or pesticides i mean deep as a pesticide it kills aquatic wildlife you know insect repellents that kill the very thing that we need on the planet you know is is not a is not a, a viable solution and also from the the food perspective you know people in uh in asia it's their livelihood to 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 grow and cultivate insects and then deep fry them and then sell them you know to, for food i think when i spoke to you a few days ago there was um i mentioned this swarm of flying ants yes yeah now that i found that quite um intriguing it was reported on the news it was uh, somewhere else i read it about these swarms of flying ants and i think is it true they mate with the males and it's actually the females that you can see that are all in there swarms flying overhead is that true i love that I do, the females do, rule yes. again you see yes i know i do remember it very well that i was at wimbledon and when the i mean they were just everywhere they yeah were and they're horrid they're horrid things yeah i got my bottle out and everybody wanted to use it <laughs> they were literally they on, some people, on some people they literally they're Half of their face was covered with these flying ants. They're so. awful, aren't they? And you, you're flicking them off left, right, and centre. But, they're but really they don't—they don't bite. You know, it's really—they—they uh, they might be an annoyance. There's lots of insects that are annoying, but there's—you know—there's a whole load that can cause a, a huge amount of problems. I mean, a few years ago, YouGov uh, issued um, statistics uh, that in the NHS in August, um, the month we're in now received over 30,000 uh, walk-ins in A&E for insect bites. That's how oh, serious yeah. it was. And it yeah. probably will be like this this, uh, this summer. So I know we brushed on um, Lyme disease at the start of the, uh, the, of the show, but why do you think this is on the increase? Because you seem to, I would say about 12 to 18 months ago, it seemed to be, all over the papers, lots of celebrities coming forward, the whole families have got it. Where have they got it from? Is it kind of walks in the countryside, ticks from there, you know, and why is it on the increase, do you think? Well, a lot of it is with, to do with the increase in, in population. I mean, in, that, in matter of fact, Lyme has doubled in the last decade in, uh, in this country. And part of that reason is an increase, dramatic increase in tick populations. But there's also been improved testing. Tech, testing for ticks was absolutely dire, um, you know, uh, t- 10 years or more ago. Uh, I've got a very good friend who was misdiagnosed. Um, I mean, and that's not rare, you know, it's very common. And, and she was misdiagnosed with all sorts of things, chronic fatigue syndrome and so on and so forth. And eventually uh, there was this test that she um, uh, paid for it in the in the states and it was identified as as Lyme so it is on the increase and for everybody that gets a tick bite uh, gets um, that that means that there's going to be more ticks 
And so that means that there's going to be more Lyme. In the same way, you've got more mosquitoes. Uh, of the Anopheles gambi take one species that carries malaria in, in Africa and other countries. You know, the more there are of them, more breeding around, then there's the more hosts for the malaria to, 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 be, to be carried in. And that's, yeah. what's, and that's what's happening, as I said, with all these rising uh, detrimental species that have a, a, an interaction, uh, a direct correlation with humans. So because there's more humans, there's more of these insects. Um, but the ones that, um, that aren't, that don't interact with us, on a, with our body, with our body and body chemistry, uh, such as those that um, uh, are, are, are eat crops, uh, they're the ones that are on the decline because of the amount of insecticides and pesticides yes. that we eat, kill them. But they don't just kill, you know, what they target. They kill, you know, there's pesticide drift, and they kill other insect species as well. So it's you know it's it's a huge. This is where it's at now for the for the next few decades insects is going to be right up there you know it's going to it's 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 on the same um amount of uh, concern as as the SARS-CoV-2 virus and other wow. viruses so basically all we need to do to protect ourselves is use a repellent don't we because you've invented this fantastic incognito so tell us all about that Okay, well, it's, it's uh, thank you. It's not just um, the inventing uh, incognito, the, 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 the biocidal lines, which are the, the two sprays, roll-on lotion and a sun cream repellent. It's not just how um, those, those will protect you 100%. They've been tested by London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine every university 100%. It's the way that you use these insect repellents. I've come up with this mnemonic uh, called cloak. Uh, C, which is cover up. Cover up your arms and legs when you're at yeah, risk. Your ankles, your wrists, yeah. Wear gloves, yeah. <laughs> wear a hat. Uh, yeah, you know, if, no, I mean, yeah, if, if necessary. Uh, L, wear light colored clothing. Uh, mosquitoes love the dark, uh, you know, a dark jacket, uh, or dark jeans, you know, they, they're able to, they, they're attracted to that because they can land on it and take their time to look for a blood vessel that they can uh, put their, um, inject their proposals into. So that's, uh, that's L, wear light colored clothing. Oh, be aware of your, your odor output. You know, what are you, what are you smelling like? Um, and it does, does, it's not, we're not just talking about your bodily odor, we're talking about the perfumes, sort of perfumes, again. Yeah, perfumes yeah. are a big no-no if you're somebody that gets uh if you if, if you get you know you get if you get bitten i remember talking to the um the the ex um being coaching the, the last editor of, of vogue and she loved her perfume and so much so that um she'd rather uh, i mean get bitten than, than wear well, something faster than not smell nice can relate uh, to that right. to a certain extent being a woman yeah but it's not but that can be you know it's just really serious when you're going into the, the tropics it really yeah. is it's not worth you know gambling your 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 health um to to such a to such a degree and it's also with what you wash with how you wash dictates your attractiveness how one person washes 
determines how attractive they are. So if you're, you, I mean, 90, over 90% of uh, British toiletries that you pick up in, you know, Superdrug boots, wherever, um, they are going to attract mosquitoes and other insects towards you. Uh, you only have to look at some of these essential, like a lavender bush in, in the, the middle of summer, you'll see loads of insects on there. And so it's really important that you wash with uh, a citrus um, product. I mean, I invented with um, this very well-known um, scientist, uh, the hair and body wash, uh, this special citronella soap and a loofah, uh, so luxury loofah soap. And what that loofah does is it takes away all the detritus in the skin pores. Only a loofah can do this because it has microscopic hairs on it that, that take out the, the, the food source in the skin pores, all this dirt, which skin bacteria feed off. And then they, this bacteria excrete this really attractive chiromone, which mosquitoes can see, can sense. I'm still from, crawling, uh, I'm still crawling, what a shake. From a <laughs> kilometer away, from a yeah. kilometer away, oh. or, or even a mile, you know, they can detect you if you're, if you're not washing properly. So this is why these washing products are so important. And to use them, you know, use them in tandem with, with incognito. Go to the uh, website, all these cloak uh, tips are on there. A is, of course, apply a good insect repellent. There are lots of insect repellents out there, uh, the majority of which, you know, will not protect you properly. There's only two active ingredients that work, um, that the WHO, World Health Organization, and the Center for, um, for Disease Control, you know, recommend. Uh, one is DEET that we've spoken about, and the other is PMD. Uh, PMD, which is what we use the purest form in incognito, uh, PMD gives uh, the, uh, protection against all mosquitoes. Uh, it's also, it kills viruses. It kills, there's a patent out that, um, that it's on there, it kills um, hepatitis, HIV, coronavirus, it kills all of these, these viruses. So wow. it's, it's a big thing at the yeah. speed in the press. They're even giving, um, that's why they're giving insect repellent now to British troops um, to give them enhanced protection yeah. uh, from COVID as well as the insects and mosquitoes and ticks. You know, you think how much expensive it is to train up a soldier, you know, so you've got the British government doing that. There's a, there's a reason why they're giving the troops, you know, PMD-based uh, insect repellent. And then last of all, K, uh, which is keep away from stagnant water. Or you could also, uh, I also sometimes say like ticks or um, like large amounts of insects. Not always possible to keep away from either, but if you, if you can, stay away, keep yeah. away. And that all spells cloak, which is what incognito does. It cloaks you, it makes you invisible to all things small that bite. And you've got, you've got quite a lot of different types of products though, haven't you? I was watching some videos. I'm not sure if it was yourself that was presenting it. You look completely different. I'm not sure if it was a recent video or <laughs> quite a few it years ago. Been. I, there's, there's all sorts of people like Jamie Lee Grace. I mean, lots of celebs, you know, use us. Katrina Belfi. Anyway, I won't go on and on about celebs, but uh, they all... Name drop, that's fine. That's good. <laughs> they all, uh, all the royals use us. Um, for, that's... Uh, Prince Charles uh, even sells us in the Duchy of Cornwall. 
the and the reason that they use is they can't you know they can't afford to contract these uh, serious uh, illnesses. Yeah, that's um, that's something that a lot of people sort of go on. They don't just use the, uh, the you're quite right. They don't just use the insert repellents or the soaps and wash. They use things like we've got a, a zappies. So anybody that's listening to this, oh, I could have done with hearing about that a week ago because <laughs> they've got they've got covered in bites or they've got one particular um, painful bite. And then they just use a, a zappies. Yes, I saw that, this on the video, and it, does it take the pain away, Howard? Is that right? It, do, it does. It takes the, the pain away. I think in ninety three or ninety seven percent, somewhere around that, uh, people again, it's um, being fully tested, safety tested, and you just if you've got a bite, you just click on it about four or five times, and uh, it sends a tiny impulse to the brain. Uh, and the brain releases endorphins, takes the pain away straight away. Sorry, it's not actually putting anything on the bite, is it? It's just the sound is sending signals to the brain. Oh, very no, no, it's not the sound. It's like the um, if you look into your screen. Oh yeah, yeah. You see a, a, that spark. Oh, I can't. Yes, yes. Yeah, that spark. And what that is doing? It's a very tiny electrical impulse. Uh, 0. 0.0. Um, seven millivolts it's tiny uh, and if you've got a, a bite that's really itching you know keeping yeah, you awake annoying, bite, aren't they? Uh, that will um, by by clicking on it you all of a sudden you experience relief or you've gone from up oh, to ah oh. and not only that if you catch it within the first hour it reduces swelling and inflammation as well so it's, wow. uh, it's a godsend, which is why it's sold in every uh, chemist, every independent chemist or health shop. Uh, Boots don't sell it, nor do um, Superdrug, but uh, it is available in every independent uh, pharmacy. Oh, can, yeah, supermarkets and places like that. Can they get incognito from there? Yeah, Sainsbury's and Waitrose um, sell Ocado, uh, sell it, and uh, that's, that's it, I think. But it's, I mean, they're, they're so, I mean, I think there's like seven pounds or something. They last last for up to like five years or more yeah uh, when i was testing uh, incognito in india uh because i knew that uh, insects would <laughs> attract <laughs> attracted to me there i did six months of testing it and that, that's before it came to market so um i used to increase my intake of gin and tonic when i got bit because isn't it true that the quinine in the tonic prevents you the stinging or or the pain or something like that. Is the truth in that? Or was I getting drunk for no reason whatsoever? <laughs> there, was, there, is a, there is some truth in that qu quinine uh, helps with, with the malaria parasite. But it's in such small quantities. And also it's rarely in anything today. So it's not, it doesn't really apply anymore. In fact, uh, a recent study says that the more alcohol you drink, the more attractive you are, especially <sighs> beer. If you're a beer drinker, you definitely want to be, you know, if you're outdoors, you want to be burning one of the, uh, the citronella incense sticks or, the, or using um, burning uh, Java citronella oil. Uh, Java citronella oil is, is it's very hard to get in this country, um, but you, uh, which is why we import it from Java. It's, and that's what the re one of the reasons why it's so effective is because uh, insects elsewhere, they're not used to it. The only place it's, it's made is in, on the island of Java in Indonesia, volcanic yeah. island. Uh, so that's something 
definitely worth burning, definitely using it in the final rinse of your clothing. It's, a, it's an antiseptic as well. You can't put it directly onto the skin, but you can use it in some of your toiletries like conditioner or even a massage oil. I often, if I'm in the tropics, I'm having a massage, I give the, um, the therapist a bottle and ask her to add, or him to add a few drops of, of it. And that way I come out of the, <laughs> after the massage and I'm, I'm you're incognito. Protected. I'm not, yeah, I'm you're not, incognito, great not, name. Not attractive, yes. <laughs> so what's next then? You're gonna design some aftershaves, create some aftershaves that we can wear? <laughs> It's okay. funny you should say that. I, ha I, was research I am researching uh, an aftershave and a perfume, um, but because of pandemic, it's rather slowed me, time. <laughs> rather slowed me uh, down. Um, I will just finish on the moisturiser. We do an after sun moisturiser, yeah. which uh, is, is very good for the evenings. A lot of people swear by it's become a bit of a cult product because it it moisturizes the skin and it has the java citronella in it which so on one hand you've, you've you're dealing with your sun any potential sunburn but you're also um helping to keep insects insects away so yeah brilliant oh it's been i know you've got to go you really are you really are in demand aren't you at the moment Quickly then, before we go, how can people get in touch or buy this incognito? Is it available online as well? Is there a website they can go to? There's a, there's a, a website called uh, incognitospray.com. Uh, incognitospray, or one word. And yeah. if you scroll down to Cloak, down the bottom of the homepage, you will see all of the tips. There's more tips on my blog. I do also do a plug, avoidingbites.com. Which is, uh, which is often um, uh, synchron synchronized, syndicated out to uh, newspapers and media across the world. Uh, some of the mics, there's one there why some people get, more, get bitten more often than others. Do patches work? You know, and there's a good one on, on vitamin B. Does vitamin B work? I mean, some people swear by it. Uh, to give you the bottom line as to why uh, I think it, it, it does have some effect. Uh, it doesn't scientifically, but I think that it's because people believe there's some sort of placebo effect going on. And, uh, but that's all in the blog under avoidingbikes.com. Lovely. I'll put those links on as well. There's so many more questions I, I would love to ask you, but I know we're pushed for time. So I wish you all the best because I know you've got lots of other things coming up. We'll look forward to maybe seeing these perfumes and aftershaves. You're welcome, and thank you. And uh, you know, I'm well, I'm happy to come on in the in the winter or next year. Lovely. Thanks again, Howard. Nice talking to you. You've been listening to An Appetite for Life, sponsored by Daybank House Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show, then you can contact me via my social media pages, Karen Kelly Podcasts, or send an email to Karen Kelly at btinternet.com. <laughs>